0: Hello, my friends. It's Andy Falco Jimenez coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California, and uh, I am the host of the California Parent Alliance podcast and the president of the California Parent Alliance. Make sure and go to CaliforniaParentAlliance dot org and um, subscribe to our newsletter uh, that we send out the information as to uh, whether we have a new podcast out or anything new that may be happening. Uh, I have a series of videos on CRT. Um, what to do when you um, have decided that you're going to go to a school board meeting what it is you need to know and look forward to and that kind of stuff and so you might want to go to the website and visit some of those things that are on there uh, we have a blog that has some articles on on the mask mandates and the um, vaccine mandates and a whole ser- and of course crt and a bunch of other stuff so make sure and go there um, what's interesting about this show is that uh, you know i've been telling you a lot of Things that are going on in the Placentia Open the school district. Why? Because that's where all my kids go. I have five kids in that school district: two in elementary school, one in junior high, and two in high school. And then I have an adult daughter who also went through the Placentia Open school district. And so, of course, that's the district that I know about and uh, and talk most about. I, I feel fortunate because it does seem to be one of the better districts in the sense that we have three conservatives on the board and then two liberals. And so, at least much of what it is that we want lately since 2020, um, we have been able to um, get some of the stuff done. It's still, oh my gosh, it's still a bear. We still have to battle all kinds of social media stuff. Uh, I don't know if you know, recently, if you've not listened to the show lately, I was called the leader of the douche Lords, uh, which is, I, I I, did not even know I was nominated. I thought it was actually pretty cool. Um, but uh, that's something that somebody was calling me and they, i don't know they thought i was leading this whole march <laughs> against crt and a bunch of other stuff i'm just one of the parents and it just so happens that i have this show uh, that i do in the podcast and so um and that's not half of it i mean some of the school board members leandra blades uh, she has been called an insurrectionist because she happened to be in washington dc on january 6th she's been called a racist and she's a former police officer and so they hit her really hard uh, but when I go and visit these other school districts, like I did last night, uh, Chino Valley Unified School District, I'm uh, I just go, oh, okay. Well, we do have it a little bit better than some because even the Chino Valley Unified School District which I look at it is uh, because I've lived here my entire life. I'm 60. Don't tell anybody. I know I, I look like I'm 30, but I'm 60. And so um, I remember that as a farm town. And I, and I think of it almost like Texas. And there's a little bit of me that thought, well, I'm going to go over there. It's going to be a whole bunch of conservatives. Wrong. Um, they, uh, it's uh, Although in the audience we did because a lot of Calvary, Chapuccino Hills, um, uh, parishioners were there. Uh, the audience uh, surely was full of uh, conservatives and conservative Christians. But um, their school board is the other way around, where they have uh, what appears to be three liberals and two conservatives. Um, and it seems like they're fortunate to have those two conservatives that seem to be making enough waves that is causing them to really take a look at what's happening in their school district. Well, I have the good fortune. Uh, uh, good, I had the good fortune of running in. To a candidate who's going to be, hopefully, not hopefully, she will be replacing uh, one of the liberals on the school board, and uh, I wanted to bring her on and and talk about um, what it is that um, she, you know, what it is that brought her to um, run for the school school board and some of the things that she's experiencing, and then I wanted to be able to talk about what's happening, what happened last night, because it was a it was a full house and, and standing room only. And so I want to bring on Sonia Shaw. How are you?
1: Hi. Good. How are you? I, Thank I you I kind for of having surprised me.
0: surprised
1: you there. <laughs> I know. I was like, whoa.
0: <laughs> I took a breath. Yeah, I Thank you for having me. Um, uh, Sonia, uh, um, it's so great to meet you. Uh, we met at an event in uh, Anaheim at uh, yeah. in not in is it Influence Church? I don't know why I always forget the name. Yeah. Influencers. Uh-huh. <laughs> I should know because Phil used to be the pastor at your friends church where I went for years and then he left there and opened up his own church. But, um, and I, I, did attend there a few times, uh, but it was a great event, uh, with, uh, Dennis Prager.
1: Yeah. We happened to be was- sitting
0: at the same table and you said, I'm running for the school board at Chino Valley unified school district. And, um, I'm just so happy, uh, that a, a conservative Christian like you who, um, loves God, uh, that was there to listen to somebody like Dennis Prager. I know that you are there to protect our kids. Um, so, uh, would, would it be okay if you just told us a little bit about yourself so that we got to know who you are before we get into the next, uh, discussion about the school board?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so I grew up in Chino Valley. I was born in Chino hospital. I guess babies don't get born there anymore, but, um, I was raised here for most of my life, minus two years in between. Um, and I married my high school sweetheart and we've been together for 23 years. We have two beautiful, amazing uh, girls. One is 12 and the other one's 14. Um, I have two dogs and I'm also a unpaid caretaker of my father.
0: Oh, wow. Look at you. I
1: I, I say I raise him, but, um,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: he was, uh, my mom passed when I was nine. So, um, huh. I think it's the least that we can do is take care of our Wow, parents. that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, and um, you were, I, when we were talking about when you were going to come on, you, you were getting ready to do some photography. Are you a professional photographer or what's that all about?
1: Okay, so jobs. I don't know. Oh. You name it, I've done it or <laughs> I do it just because um, I've always wanted to be a full-time mom. But with that, I, I I, mean, you know, with the way that things are these days, you need to income. So I've always yep. tried to find a way um, out of the corporate world because I used to be in it before the kids. Um, to do work. So I I'm a trainer and a physical fitness trainer and I do photography on the side because I can kind of balance both of those and still be there for the kiddos.
0: All righty. So then let's go into uh, this um, what's happening throughout the world. Parents are uh, have, have, be- have woken up and they've, yeah. they've become aware of some things that were happening in our schools that for the longest time we just took for granted that obviously, if somebody wants to be a teacher, if somebody wants to be a school um, superintendent or on the school board, they must love kids and they must be doing the right thing. And so we just made this assumption that everything was OK. Um, is is, is how, how did you decide that you wanted to come in there? Was it what Did you find that they were loving our kids and, and taking care of our kids?
1: Oh, it's been a struggle for the past year. I think these past two years revealed a lot. I was the mother that volunteered for two kids in their classroom, anywhere from art masters to PE to room mom. Um, Most of the time, all three of those things for the both kids. So I didn't I just trusted like you, you guys, you know, like we just trusted that our kids best interests were in their hands until the last two years. um, I really, truly believe God allowed a lot to be revealed before it got way worse. Right. So that's kind of where we're at right now.
0: So what do you think was the motivating factor that you finally, you decided that, you know, uh, this is it, I'm going to run for school board?
1: Okay, so we found out here in Chino Valley, um, I'm sure you guys had maybe not similar things, but with the ESSER funds, it tied our kids into a lot of things that did not make sense and was not technically for their safety. um, If the school districts took that money and when things no longer made sense for their safety, we started questioning the why. Um, our school district in particular added a 30 minute to their day without really um, letting the public know. But in reality, it was more of a, I hate saying it, um, teachers union deal that they did with them to give the teachers a raise. not I wouldn't even say a raise, compensation for doing the extra 30 minutes, but the teachers were due for an increase. So I think its the, it was their sneaky way of using that money, which is heartbreaking because our teachers do deserve Um, the pay, but obviously they use the kids' money to do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, don't, don't be afraid to call up this, the teachers union. I've been doing it now for about (laughs) a year on the show, but uh, you know, between the California teachers association and we have Apple down here for uh, our local school district and uh, you know, they're all over the place and they, they, they just simply are evil organizations. They, they, they just are, are in it for themselves and the power and uh, yeah. essentially what I have come to discover, and, and many people have, not just me, but is that they really are a, a, a pack for the Democratic Party, that um, yeah. the money they're raising really has very little to do with schools. It is the means to, to getting money uh, out of the yeah. teachers. They, they are bullied into paying. They are. Uh, they believe some teachers. I think that they have to be in the union. And I'm learning. I've learned most recently that they don't have to be in the school union. I have teachers here in the Placentia School, uh, School District, who have opted out of being in the in the school union. Um, and so, as far as school unions go, I cannot wait until we are rid of the school uh, of the teachers' unions that are in our school districts. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, it's. Um, it is. I don't know. It's just it's just where we are in this world so much has come to the surface since covid and um all kinds of things i mean not just in the schools but in our in our governments and local governments that kind of stuff and uh you know i don't want to get too far off track but local politics is really where it's at that is where we have lost um you know our 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 bearings, I guess it is. I couldn't think of another word uh, yeah. of what it is that is happening in our communities. We, we, I've, I've learned so much. I'm going to, I'm going to give you this reference and this is where my mind was going. I was thinking, well, should I bring this up or not? Um, I grew up in the city of La Mirada, California, which is not that far away. And I, I was not aware of much crime. I didn't even know what police really did they, I knew they drove drove a black and white police car around and I occasionally got a cat cat out of a, of a tree just alongside the firemen. And they helped little old ladies across the street because I just really didn't see crime. I didn't see these shootouts in the street like they had in L.A. And I go, you know, the cops right here really don't seem to do anything. And so I don't know how it happened, but I became a police officer of the city of Anaheim. And then mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same thing where I, now I'm in the patrol car. I'm out on the streets and I, I did nothing every night but respond to crime after crime after crime. It's because mm-hmm. I got more exposure and it became, and it came to light. The evil in our community came to light because I was in a different position or in a different role. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you kind of feel the same way as a parent that, you know, you just, again, we just thought everything was being taken care of, but as you dove deeper into what was going on, the evil stuff that's going on just became more and more apparent with the light.
1: Yes. Okay. So first, thank you. Thank you for keeping our community safe. That's a oh, big thanks. sacrifice. And thank you to your family also. Um, Cause that is, that's amazing. It shows that you're a true servant, but I, I couldn't agree with you more. So um, it definitely was like blinders taken off of our eyes. Right. And I can't, it's just so bizarre and scary, but I think more now than ever, we realize that we cannot allow these people to continue in the direction that they were if we care about all kids, right? Um, Because, you know, like being an involved parent, you and your wife, your kids are going to be okay because they have you and you're protecting them and you're guiding them, but not all kids are. And I was one of those kids along with my siblings that we counted on everybody else to fight for us. Cause my dad worked a seven to seven, seven days a week and my mom was gone. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's really important right now that parents start stepping in and, and I mean, it's only obvious they're trying to push us out more and more. Right. Um, And it's for a reason. And it, I think now more than ever, we need to get in there. Um, Most of us didn't know what it involved, but I, I think the beautiful thing was, when at least for us, when we started getting involved last year and they pushed us out to our local politicians and everything, we were already learning the job without knowing we were going to be doing the job soon. Right. right. So we have hands on training, which I think is amazing. Um, and that's not by accident. So, yeah. All right.
0: So right here, we're going to I'm going to bring up the school board members that are at the uh, Chino um, Chino Valley, and I'm so sorry. I go to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, and every yeah. time I say Chino, it always the, the word hills always follows. So, yeah. excuse me if I blurt that out on occasion. But it's Chino Valley Unified yeah. School District, and um, we have these are the current members. We have Donald Bridge, Andrew Cruz, Christina Gagne, uh, James Nah, and Joe Schaefer. Yes. Um, just for a point of reference, uh, Andrew Cruz and James Nah appear to be the conservatives on the board. And uh, I heard them speak last night and everything they said, at least from what I heard, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, and I just want to talk because we're going to talk about last night's school board meeting that I attended where you and I were there together, um, that they seem to be in a, in a place where they understand that parents need to be involved. And yep. it is about the kids first and about education, teaching kids how to read, uh, write uh, count and how to think not what to think but how to think that they they understand that role of the school board but yeah. we have uh, donald uh, bridge and christina gagne and joe schaefer uh, which who appear to be on the uh the far left side of things based on what it is they said last night and and do not understand that i i do not see i did not hear that at any point in their um in any of the, the, the speeches that they made or any of the discussions they had of any of the agenda items that I was there for, there were some discussions after. So it, it they very well could have got into some areas that were more pointed towards the kids. And the only time that they did anything in regard to a, a child in the school, and I say child, but it was a high schooler who happens to be on the, is the student board member uh, who was mm-hmm. wearing a mask out of all the people in the room. She was the, one of the only ones wearing a mask. If not, I think there was three people and she was one of them. And she, man, she sounded a lot like uh, one of the, um, I don't know, like she sounded very much like, (laughs) I want to say AOC, but I was trying to look for a different word, but uh, man, she's been indoctrinated like nobody's business. And uh, I'm sad. I'm sad for her. Um, She's Mm -hmm. so young to be so indoctrinated and sitting there with the mask on and could not understand why parents were so involved and cared about whether it was uh, AB 2223, um, but um, it, it, do I have this correct when I kind of identify the people that are on the board? And I, I know this, this kind of, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm talking a lot here, but it flies into the face of separating people in categories. But mm-hmm. at this point where we are right now, we have no choice, but to, right. to point out what it is their political leanings are, because there's one political uh, party who's hurting kids and there's one political party who wants to bring kids up make them smarter and, and make them viable um, uh, uh, grownups once they leave high school and the other ones really don't care. So now back to you. Uh, do I have this about right? Since this was my first school board meeting there, I want to make sure that I have the characters right.
1: It's absolutely amazing. In one school board meeting, you pretty much hit it right there in the middle, um, right on the dot. I, okay. you, you couldn't have been more accurate. Um, it's really sad too and unfortunate with our student school board member because she Throughout the year, she didn't represent all of the children. We had kids come and speak in large numbers, um, and it was totally ignored, And which is sad because you're supposed to balance all, all of the kids, right, all of the students that yeah. you represent. And it was always one-sided, and it broke my heart because it's like that's not the division that's being creative was, wasn't supposed to happen. Um, for instance, we had some high schoolers that go to the same high school, and they sat out for the last six weeks before the masks were lifted and they didn't get to go to class. They were told anything from get the H out of my class from teachers to a lot of horrible things. It makes my heart beat so fast because these are still children. And one of the, the teens in particular came up to me and she said, Sonia, it really hurts because that particular school board member was in a chat that was screenshotted and sent to this child And they were just talking about how stupid they were and they can't believe they're doing all this over a mask and this and that. But when you're in a position that you represent all students and all of your your classmates, I think it's unfair that you you didn't even advocate for all of them. You were very choosy. And that hurts because it's like you're supposed to balance that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, even our board members, you just said it. It, it's been a struggle, and we really tried hard to make alliances with them and work with them, and we were just constantly shoved out. I mean, it was nasty. We were be, we would be the only one showing up to a board meeting, and you would have these other people that would send an email or whatever. I don't know. I've seen posts on on the Facebook and stuff that people would share with me, and it would be like, "Oh, you guys aren't um, what do you call it the masks?" They would say, "State it" or whatever. But you're not pushing it. You're not making them. Well, then they put started putting us outside in the cold, and these people weren't even showing up, and they were complaining. And here we are freezing outside, um, sometimes sprinkling, and the the system to hear the the announcements were horrible. And it was just, it was so dis- divisive, and it was so just nasty. It's like it didn't have to ever be that way, right? Yep. Um, the person I'm running against called the cops on one of our parents um, in regards to something, and they went to Calvary Chapel looking for her cause she was at church or not. They didn't go to Calvary Chapel. She got a call while she was in church oh. and it, she got a couple calls from, I guess they went to her mother-in-law's house and then they ended up at her house because he said he was threatened by her, which in reality, the threat was that she, we were going to do another uniform complaint for what he was doing um, in, in regards to um, the masks and everything else. And, um, and cause they would never give us a bigger venue. You guys were there last night our venue doesn't hold very many people. No, And we said with as much people are coming, can't we just move it to a high school? We had to fight them to get some of our meetings at a high school. I mean, talking about getting lawyers involved um, and and processing claims to get that. And most people don't know. They thought, Oh, the district moved it for us. No, it was (laughs) awful. Well, anyways, the cops ended up showing up because, and he knows better. He was a police officer, right? He wasn't threatened and he never did feel threatened. Um, So it's, it's, it hurts because I mean, her kids, you know, that's a scary thing for a police officer coming to look for a mother and there, and there, it was ill intent. Like, it, and trust me, we love our police officers, but right. why, why even try to create that division between parents and them when, when it you already did it, you're trying to, you're trying to trickle it down in the city and that's not okay. And that's where it was like, enough is enough, right? Like this needs to stop. I get it if things are not, um, you're not able to do something, but it's the way that you respond and the way that you proceed and the way that you seek, uh, help for people who are coming to you with the problem mm-hmm. that truly shows volumes. But when you're shutting things down, you, you don't want to listen to them. You're closing out, um, uh, meetings. You're putting it in a smaller area. You're putting them outside. What does that show you? There's right. no working with anybody. Yeah.
0: Now that, that happened to us too. Um, they pushed us outside, and it was freezing cold, and all the same stuff. We had probably seven police officers there every time, every time, yeah, the lieutenant, and then we had then had another sergeant supervisor, and then they had I don't know six or seven fire fire uh, personnel there, security. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's embarrassing. What's going on? You guys are crazy. I brought up um Joe Schaefer's uh, picture here, and again, he's not a small guy, and uh, is is the woman that he was afraid of. Was she like from like like just a big, you know, I don't know, a bodybuilder woman? That he's a. I mean, I don't understand. I, I know Orange she... Police Department. I, I had a contract with. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I know who this guy is, but he, I can't believe that he was threatened by a woman. Uh, not that women aren't threatening because I mean you guys are kind of scary sometimes, but that he felt physically, you know, scared of of this woman.
1: I mean, she's five seven. <laughs> she has a tidy frame, um, and she's just she's just a mom. I yes. mean, well, no, she's a terrorist. She's I mean, ba- based
0: violent. on uh, on the on the federal government, we are terrorists because we care about our kids.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is. They can, they knew they can get away with it, so why not push it, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's just but, so shameless.
1: Yeah, it's awful. It's really sad.
0: Wow. I want to talk about money really quick, and, and, and because this always is brought up in the schools, and it, it, it doesn't matter if it's Chino or it's uh, Placentia or Belinda, that it's always about these budgets, and they always have all these things going on, and then they're, and then they're spending money. Like one guy who was a supporter of Black Lives Matter uh, Corporation, um, who had Instagram uh, posts of him supporting, you know, defunding law enforcement and a whole bunch of other stuff. They were bringing them on for one assembly at one of the schools, which is the, the a continuation school within our community. And they were going to have him speak for an assembly. He was charging $60,000 for that one. And they were, they, I mean, the liberals were all for it. Let's just pay that. And then I was also uh, at one point, I was the vice president of the PTA for Golden Elementary. And we had to find a way to raise money so that the kindergartners could have balls uh, for you know recess and then when I heard they were going to spend $60,000 for this Black Lives Matter supporter to come speak to one of the schools, and we had to raise, we had to raise money for balls in Pl- placentia, Yerba, and placentia in the school district, I mean, none of this makes any sense. That's
1: they're insane. obviously
0: raising, or not raising money, they're taking this money that the federal government the state of Sacra, or the state of Sacramento, the state of California gives them, and, and it's going to friends of the teachers' unions, I mean, that's what my, my take is. Somehow they're getting you know obviously the support on their political campaigns as their their terms come up that this is what that's what all this this hunger for money is. It has again, it has not we're having to raise money for the kids, yet the money that's coming in, they're using for indoctrination, they're using for other programs that are related to getting them reelected because they're doing what it is. The democratic party wants them to do it. it, it, Does that seem like it's the same way over there at Chino Hills too? That is not, or Chino, I knew I was going to do that Chino Valley too, that the money is not going for uh, the benefit of the children's education.
1: Well, yeah, I think that's, that's the biggest thing is we felt the ESSER funds and all those, that money that could have been used towards our kids was mishandled, right? That's, that was our biggest claim. It's like, listen to what the kids need. Let's put the money there. Why are we using it for all these other things that make no sense? And I mean, we fought hard because we knew that they were going to give the money. They were going to take the money no matter what. So then it was like, okay, what can we use it for? And we fought hard to get more money taken away from the air filters because I I can't even explain how much money they were going to use on that. And it was unnecessary to put that much money in Um, more for the mental health part, but not into the emotional learning part. We wanted like events and, and things to happen for the kids to bring like some fun and excitement back. And we've been advocating for that and it's just ignored and it's sad because it's like these kids need to feel some normalcy again. They need to feel some joy and they need to be excited about going to school. And right now there's so much division. We have little kids that were, I mean, we're at, we're coming out of it, but there's, the damage is still done, right? The wounds are still open. Um, We need to start repairing those things. And if we don't do things actively together, and start listening the parents and and the school district working together to say hey this is what i think the child needs okay let's work on this right there is none of that and and i i i'm shocked with the speaker thankfully we have not had anything like that um i think each district is unique to what they are using the money on and using money on um even in the past um but that's another reason why we feel like you know One of us parents needs to get in there and and get our hands wet with that because we want to make sure the money is being allotted to the right things. I mean, we have teachers that truly and staff members that truly deserve, you know, a raise or we need more aides in the class. Right. Right. Our class size is insane. Like, I think a TK class has one of our TK classes has 29 kids. Why is that even allowed? 29 kids? Those are under the age of five. How is that even okay? And these teachers have no aids and no help. And to me, like, why aren't we focusing our money on those things? But yet we're buying new equipment and we see our equipment being um, like sold at at, or get, get, um, I guess they sell like all the extra equipment within less than two years. We know what technology goes out. Right. But we're starting to see a trend that a lot of equipment's being sold on pallets. And it's like, what are, what are you buying and what are you getting rid of? And does it really need to be upgraded why aren't we using that money if not on something else i mean we've asked the questions but we get ignored so why why are you hiding an answer absolutely hide, right
0: I, I see that there's people on make sure and, and comment uh, to let us know what it is you think about what we have to say especially what Sonia has to say it's important to hear uh, from you guys if you have any questions for Sonia, make sure and put them in the comments so whether you're watching live now or you're going to watch the replay later yeah. it'll pop up because i think Sonia has shared uh the uh the broadcast so she will probably see your comment too. So if you're watching the replay uh, you know, tomorrow or the next day, please make sure and comment. Um, yeah, the 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 speaker that I just spoke of, that was in a consent you know place where they were going to vote on like 30 or 50 things all at once and just say yes to all of them. And she they tried to hide it. But again, thank God we have uh, somebody like uh, uh, Leandra Blades, who's uh, one of the people who came on and said, no, we need to talk about it. Don't just pass like 15 things on the on the consent uh and yeah. we're not talking about this in, in addition to in the answer in the to talk about you know what what does a teacher do when they have no aids they they're putting them on these online programs in the school so we're sending mm-hmm. the kids to go to school to do online training and they're going how much is this costing us? And it's up to again, like a hundred thousand dollars or two. And so I, I we could do that at home, which we don't, we want them to go to school to learn from somebody who can listen to what it is they're saying, yeah. correct them for mispronunciations or throwing in the word like after every other word, which my high schooler does right now. I'm, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm teaching him to put a rubber band on him and I'm going to snap that thing every says, every time he says the word like, and <laughs> I, and I, and I sit here, and I think, see, this is what we've lost. My yeah. teachers, all through my, you know, growing up, they would have said, would you stop? That's, you, you sound stupid. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. saying the word like after every two words.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but online, there's nobody to do that. There's nobody yeah. to correct some of these things. Now they correct, you know, the, the machine or the, the, the way that it works. It will correct the, you know, the wrong word that you input. But there's really uh-huh. no teaching going on uh, and no discussion. And so I don't even know where I was going with that thing. I'm just so frustrated half the time. <laughs> so yeah. you have to forgive me, but I just get so angry no, okay. uh, of these things that we look at and say, where is the money going? Can it not go to better quality teachers? Cause many of them are good, but we have many of them that we're finding out. They're not teaching what it is that they're supposed to be teaching. They're busy telling our kids yeah. that they're racist. They're busy telling uh, some kids that they are oppressed. And they need to blame the kid sitting next to you because he's white. Um, and that—that um, that is where we want our money to go to, to improve the education and the ability of teachers to teach our kids the things that they need to be taught, uh, not into these other things. So that's the end of my rant. Do you have something to respond yeah. to on any of that that I just said?
1: I think it's accountability right now, right? Because yeah. we know more. We know what's going on. Um, I met with our superintendent twice in the past five days. And the second time was with um, the person who's in charge of our curriculum. And it was because we caught caught wind that the 1619 project was being taught at one of our schools. Mm-hmm. And I was told, well, what specifically is wrong with the 1619? What is it specific? And I said, okay, first of all, we know you cannot. And and thankfully we're, we're able to learn things now on what it is, right? And I feel like the whole... Judy, you're the oppressed and Brian, you're the oppressor. They don't straight out say that most schools don't. What they'll do is they'll teach their theory and their ideology over a period of time, right? Showing that the white people created the history and created the systems to help the white people climb the ladder and put everybody down. So they're very strategic. These people who created these programs that are these curriculums, all the 1619 and all these things, they're smart in a sense where that's not gonna, on the surface, it doesn't look bad. But over the period of time through the classroom, that's what plants the seed. It's like a pastor getting up and never using a Bible verse. But you know he's talking about God and he's talking about the Bible, right? He may right. not specifically put the Bible verse in there, which I technically don't like. But he, he may talk a whole sermon and never bring a Bible verse. But we know what he's teaching, right? right? And that's exactly what they are doing. And then they're coming to us and being like, okay, then what is it specifically? And i'm like what do you mean what is it specifically it's an ideology and it's a theory and i don't think it should be taught and and if it is in all fairness tell the parents it's being taught why hide it yep. why are you so scared 100%. and their response to me what the the system is supposed to go like this in our district if a teacher brings something in that isn't in our framework right um they have to get it approved by the principal and then if it is something that is controversial And notice has to go out to the parents. So my whole thing was, okay, maybe they didn't specifically teach anything. We'll we'll give that to you right now. I'm not going to get into fighting about it, but it is controversial. I guarantee it's controversial. Right. And I said, in all fairness, where's the notice? Because I can tell you the parents that came to me with the worksheets and stuff, they didn't have no notice until they found out it was being taught. Right. And then they were like, well, um, and then, oh, they said they couldn't go back to the teacher and blame her for doing something if they don't have specifics. And I'm like, here we go again. So right. my whole thing was, okay, then just let the parents know that the teacher's teaching sixteen nineteen. Just be honest. Don't right. don't you don't need a specific. And if she feels it in her heart that it's great, then ha- let her have the conversations with the parents. I don't need. Yeah, to if go. it's so
0: great, why is she why are they hiding it? If it's so great.
1: Exactly my point. But the point is, is I feel like as parents we need to. Not just go into a boardroom yelling, oh, you're teaching 1619, because then you are going to create a lot of hostility again. And we're trying not to do that. It's to do the legwork behind the scenes, make the meetings, sit with the principals, sit. Maybe the principal didn't even know. Maybe the teacher didn't go through the proper you know, way of doing things. And this is what I told them the past two years when we were in that pandemic and things were being taught from home, this, this, and the other, we know our world is completely divided, right? We know that it's, it's this way and this way, and people are, whether you like it or not, the teachers are teaching in their point of view, right? And we have a lot of amazing teachers. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-teacher by any way. Right. But during that time, I feel like you have a yard. And during the last two years, all these weeds are growing over. It's time to reset and take those weeds out, set the boundaries, because we know at, we all need boundaries in any job. That's not saying anybody doesn't know how to do their job but you need to set the expectations and and the boundaries because I feel like the weeds are growing over right now and enough is enough and let's clean it up. And if you want us to help, guess what? We're going to do it. And even if you don't want us to help, we're going to do it. And if you don't let us, we're going to find a way. So no matter what, it's like either work with us or we're going to find a way to make sure that these kids are safe and they're learning the basics. We need common sense back in the classrooms, back in our school districts, And we need to stop focusing on all this other junk, the CRT. Why is that even a thing? Our kids are failing in math, English, regular science, and regular history. Why are we bringing in all these extras right now? We need to go back to the basics and get rid of all this other crap. Stop teaching kids about sex and this junk too. I mean, that's our, that's parents' job, right? I think I don't want anybody teaching my kid about any of that. What if they don't tell her the way that I want her to learn?
0: (laughs) Right. Well, they don't. I mean, they're saying it's okay. It's okay to get an abortion. It's okay to get an abortion. We'll we'll, we'll take you there on, on your recess.
1: We had a high school send out a flyer um, for, and it was by Planned Parenthood. They had a program. Did you ever hear about that program where they were seeking sexually ambiguous teens to be ambassadors for their program? what in the wild wor- world is anybody thinking that's okay? I don't care what side you're on. That's just wildly insane and gross. These are children. And if you can't see that these people are are just breeding on these kids and just using them, then there's something bigger wrong, which we know it is. But that's why I feel like more than ever, we need to get in there.
0: Well, we have people like Randy Re- Weingarten who's never been a parent. So these people don't have this. They don't have that, right? They don't have that in their heart. And they have no way of understanding what it is that we are even talking. Like, what? Why, why are you so concerned about this? Well, that's yeah. because you don't have it in your heart. You don't have parent yeah. in your heart. All right, really quick. I just want to get this because I have been uh, want to just get through some of these. First of all, somebody said, Liz Duncan said, you're an amazing photographer. So
1: <laughs> I took her kids' uh, pictures tonight. She's my friend. I love her. Okay. I call her Sarge because she's a retired sergeant.
0: Shar Marie's here. She's an amazing warrior in our area over here. She's awesome. Uh, Brandy uh, Brand Dunn. Sorry about your name there, but Brandon Gomez. How is uh, how is your race looking for November? We'll get to that in just one second. Uh, Joelle Mancuso. She's running uh, for uh, the school board up in, and I, I hope I get this right in West Lake area. I believe I could be wrong or oh, see no. me golly. somewhere up there. I had her on my show uh, a, about a month or two ago, and she says connect. and get a, a load of the new. Uh, California Ethnic Studies, right? We just had that dropped in on us in Placentia, but we'll be looking at that. Pilot program, uh, 1619 is now hard history. Uh, and Joelle, yes, I started talking about putting cameras in the classroom uh, last year or two years ago, and you should have seen the look in the faces of the people when I brought that up for the very first time. And I, now there's other programs starting with people that are fighting for cameras in the classroom. Uh, we had a speaker at California Chapel, Chino Hills, who spoke on that uh, issue and uh, why she thinks it's important. Um, these extras dismantle and that's the point, uh, Conejo Valley. I knew, Oh, I knew I was going to get it wrong. I, oof, I can't keep all these places straight. I'm sorry, Joel. I got so many, I got, uh, Merino Valley. Yeah. I got some people in, uh, Temecula that I'm interviewing and, uh, all the, all my candidates are starting to get confused in my head, but Joel is Conejo Valley. Um, a couple wow. things that you talked about, I want to use your analogy here about pulling the weeds um, sometimes, and I think this is going to be necessary with us is that we have to take a rototiller because the roots are so deep and it's been going on for about a year uh, yeah. with uh, what I learned from MisEducation, which is a documentary on Fox nation. Now everybody's, everybody on the left's going to groan because it's from Fox nation. But, um, that, that documentary was well done. It talked about how this has been going on for a very, very long time. This isn't new. It's just that we just always assumed again, that, the right thing was being done
1: yeah. um
0: and so um we it's it's just more it's so deeply rooted in our education system that um we just gonna have to take a rototiller to the whole thing and uh make some huge changes i i and so that brings me to a question i'm sure you have something to say but i just want to say or i just want to ask um Can you, I don't know if you have your elevator pitch uh, already made or anything like that, but what is it that you would be able to tell some of the people watching that may be in your district, what it is that you're going to bring to the school district, other, maybe in addition to what you just said, or to re uh, restate what you said, but what is it that you're going to bring? That's going to be different than the, the members that we have on there, or what's his name? Joe, what Joe has to offer.
1: Yeah, I think honestly, it, um, first of all, I was running it. God gave me this, this. Thing in my head, December, like this burning fire of hope, because um, I'm the president of a local, our local advocacy um, group over here. So when I was praying about it, even before I found out I was in a trustee area that I can run for, it was how are we going to be able to have hope right now? People are jumping ship. People have lost trust. It's just our kids were hurting. They're still hurting. There's so much damage done. And it was like hope, right? Hope. What involves hope? Bringing back common sense. Bringing back the back the basics. Bringing back somebody who is going to question these things coming down from Sacramento or fight them before they do come down to the parents, right? Because when you're in a position like that, um, you have more power to call up to the state and your and your local elective officials than a parent walking into their office. We know that because we've had some amazing local elective officials that have done nothing but amazing things to help us parents and other ones that will not meet with us and clearly say that parents are unprofessional and they want nothing to do with them. Um, so I think honestly, somebody who will listen, somebody who will, um, just get their hands wet and, and start questioning things instead of just being a signer on the, on the dotted line. Um, like you said, one of your board members, she stopped a speaker from coming in there because she was able to see in a bundle in a package that there was something Wrong. But if she would just have done what everybody else is doing and not challenge it because that's easier, then those things are let in. And okay. that's exactly what we as parents for the last year have gotten the training to do, right? Not knowing we were going to run for school boards and this and that, right. because we see the problem. So we're already trying to do those things at a parent's level. And I think now it's really important to get in there and start doing it at a higher level where we have. The authority to make that decision. We have the ability to make those decisions or help encourage decisions or help push back to Sacramento, right? Because if we all see something's wrong and our boards, which, you know, refuse to push back or even send a letter saying, Hey, we represent our constituents. We think this is going to be toxic or not, or not helpful to our students. They refuse to do that. Then what's happen? What's going to happen? We just allow them to do whatever they want up there. And we can see it's totally anti-parent. It's totally trying to make these kids theirs, right? They're trying to own them. And I I think we need people in there that are going to do everything possible to stop that. And that's exactly what I've been doing. And that's exactly what I would do because I don't want to make any promises that I wouldn't keep. I'm already showing our community and other communities that I'm in there. I'm going to be in there. I'm not going to stop. If we need somebody to go up to Sacramento, by all means, I'll be there. I mean- i I, thankfully I was blessed to be able to be provided with the trip, but I went up there to fight that bad bill. And I mean, we need to do those things, right? If we can. And if you can't, then you need to support the people that will, because the encouragement, the um, help, just the showing up and being a body in a room, those things are what we need because guess who's coming after us? The enemy. And I say the enemy, because we know exactly who these people are controlled by. It's the enemy. Yeah. And we need prayer. I mean, our kids need prayer. We are in this together. I never say someone's on the front line. Sometimes that comes out, but it's not. We're linked arm in arm. It's just a matter of what God has to put on us in that play, right? We all have, we all have a part. All of us have a part. And I think that is extremely important right now.
0: That's awesome. I wish I had, I had, where's my applause? (laughs)
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> I have the dogs ah! all breathing in the background. So if you hear heavy breathing, it's the dogs. They ah!
0: <laughs> So, oh gosh, I have like three or four things that I want to make sure and hit before we go, but you brought up prayer. And yeah. um, I want to bring up something that happened at the Placentia Herbalife School District. Um, somebody tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, before this, the meeting gets started and our, and our room is big, larger than yours. And so we have yeah. a, maybe about a hundred and something people inside this room. And it's it's clearly divided uh, between, you know, conservatives and liberals. That's just the way that it is. We call them the the, we're we're, uh, many of our group is wearing red and uh, their group is almost entirely wearing green. So we call them the greenies. Um, I'm working to get that all stopped. But um, but I got tapped on the shoulder and said, Andy, would you mind, you know, praying, you know, stand up. And announce that you're going to pray before the meeting. And when I, when the, the lady who tapped me said, um, you know, this is a, a, or, uh, because people know who I am because of this, this show and some other stuff. So she goes, uh, Andy Falco is going to stand up and he's going to lead us in prayer. And as soon as she said that the green people just groaned and it was this very demonic, like, no, you can't. It was like, I thought I was in one of those horrible movies. Uh, yeah. that, uh, like the exorcist, because I had brought uh, God into the room and the, the evil was just dying. <laughs> yeah. And, um, there was one lady yelled out, call the police. You can't pray in here. He's got to leave in the, in the, in the room kind of just got very loud. Well, I, I was a little nervous, you know, I just like, you know, I don't pray that often. I, I prayed before our show today, but that's, this is not necessarily, has not always been who I am. But as soon as I heard that, I knew I had to pray. Like I wasn't, they tell me, get out of the room. You can't pray. I said, no. And I started praying and you just heard this, this like, I'm melting type. (laughs) Yeah. I I promise you, I I thought that uh, it was all in my head. I thought I was making this up because it was so surreal. And then about halfway through the prayer, uh, the room went silent Strangely. And it was very strange because it, 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 it you know, I could kind of hear it in my head and thought that's weird. But I kept the prayer going. And then and then eventually we said amen. And but there was this the, the reaction is what I want to talk. It was just huge reaction last night. Now to you last night, um, you were uh, your name was called because you put it in a card to speak. Uh, a couple times and, uh, and you came up a, on one of those times and you said, you know what? I need to pray for, you know, we just need to pray for you people because you people are, you didn't say this. I'm, I'm adding words, but man, we need to pray for you guys because something is not right here. It, there's some yeah. evil going on and you began to pray. Um, how does that, how did that, uh, you know, did you get the feeling from the Holy spirit? Is it something you've done before, but what has been the reaction of bringing God in these school board meetings? Uh, on your end of things. On my end, it seems like it's, it's not welcome. Uh, what about you? Yeah.
1: Um, it's definitely not welcome. Um, they're definitely after us because they know we believe in God. And if I, if any of us attend Calvary Chapel, which my family has started at the beginning of last year, we are Jack Hibbs equals Sonia equals Na equals Cruz. Those are the other two board members equals this. And it's like, do you want another, this person? Right. And I'm yes. like, Charlie Kirk is what it said or something. And I'm like, Oh, my God! Like <laughs> it's just so sad because it's like I have friends that are non-believers. I have friends of all walks of life. We should never ever separate ourselves from anybody, and it was funny because with the a 23, two twenty three i've been we've all been fighting it in the way that we're called, right um at the board meeting i I pray to God, I always pray like, what do you want me to say, God like mm-hmm what is it? Because we're, we're human. We mess up sometimes, you know, and I, I, I honestly was on my knees like four times, like, God, what do you want me to say? I have no clue what I, what you want me to say. I know what you're doing. I know where you're sending me. I know what you have me actively doing, but what do you want me to say to the public? And up until five minutes before the board um, meeting started, it was weird. The Holy spirit just said, pray. And I was already praying in my head. And I was like, wait, you want me to pray up there? they're going to attack me if I pray. But I was like, you know what? Every time I'm in those meetings and, and this is the honest God truth. I always pray for the evil to be exposed and removed, right? Exposed and removed and protection exposed, removed, protect, right? Because it's like, just get rid of it. So we can actually be human and think here and there's no spiritual war, but we know it is, but we also, we have to constantly be putting on that armor and asking for those things. And when he said pray, I was like, okay, let's go. I didn't even know what I was going to say, but you know, when you pray, you pray from your heart, the Holy spirit leads you. And you just, I don't even know what I said. I just prayed what was, was there, what I was led to say. And I didn't feel like weird or bad. It just felt natural. And I think it, you know, when you, when you're praying, it should always feel natural. And, and if people hate us because we love God, then I mean, by all means, that's what we're, we're called to be the light and not forceful. But last night, that room needed some out loud, demanding that those spirits leave because it was pretty intense, you know. Yep. And we already kind of had a feeling what was going on. Yep. But yeah, no, I just I felt led to pray.
0: Okay, so uh, I, I'm gonna I want to talk about AB 2223 in just one second. That was uh, a vote um, to uh, to have a resolution uh, as a school board was the hope that the school board could say that we are against. I say we now because I was over there but <laughs> AB2223 uh that the school board of the Cal, uh, Chino <laughs> Valley Unified School District is, you know opposes uh 2223 that was the hope and we'll get to that in one second. Yeah. But um I had a guest on uh who was the actually the person who called me the ignorant douche lord. I had her on my show as a guest because we ended up having a discussion and um and in the end we we were now friends. And she goes, you know what? I did not realize that you are not a bad person. (laughs) That's beautiful. And I go, I'm not. I I mean, but she goes, you know what? And as a matter of fact, she goes, I actually, I I now, now listening to you, I agree with a lot that you have to say. And so it it, it completely uh, switched it over, which is, again, is only God.
1: Yeah. It it is
0: only God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, But in one of the things that she was concerned about, because we have the opportunity, because we only have to replace two of uh, the liberal school board members and we the two candidates that we're supporting are conservative Christians mm. and that would make it five Christians on the school board. And so she goes, I'm concerned about that. And, uh, I said, and she goes, well, so what does that mean to have five, you know, Christians on the school board? And I said, it's not that we necess- We want to make the, the public school, the church we have our churches we go to. Yep. But just like our country that was founded on on biblical values, is that I think anybody, whether you're atheist or Muslim or, you know, who knows, whatever it is you are, that having a school that runs off of biblical values is something that everybody can get behind because it's the the rules of right and wrong. Uh, morality, not bringing sex education away that's porn- pornographic, it, you know, it, starting at kindergarten or, or even younger, and the what is it called TK uh, yeah. and up. Um, that these are the reasons why anybody, regardless of who you are and what your faith is, that you want those types of teachings and those types of morals that go into the decision making of a school. And so, I want to caution everybody that may be watching. That although we talk about pray, prayer and we talk about, you know, God and, and Christianity, that that you, I, I, would, I would like to believe that you would like that in your school, uh, that we're not necessarily, okay, children, open up your Bibles. I know that would rub people the wrong way, but you do want some of the morality and some of the biblical teachings, just like our country, when it runs in that way, our country. It is our country cannot be touched. It's the greatest country on the planet. And it has been for a very long time. And as you can see right now, it is not one of the greatest countries right now. We are struggling as a country. So may I have your take if it's it's any different than mine or what you think about that thought? Because it's going to be brought up. We don't want another Christian on the board.
1: It's already been brought up, but I couldn't agree more because... um... Here's the thing. We're not trying to open the Bibles and teach it. We understand if we want our kids, well, if we're able to, we send them to private Christian school, but also for me as a parent, I want my kids in the public system because I feel like they're supposed to, and this is not for all kids. We have to listen to the way our kids are too, if they're struggling or they're hurting. But for me, my kids are in a position where I feel like they can handle the diversity, the differences. And also I want my kids to be a light and I want them to have friendships and I want one day for those other kids to ask why, why was she kind? Why did she help me? Why was she there? It's not to be like reciting by a teacher reciting Bible verses. Right. But the way that we respond should art- automatically show people where we're coming from and where our morals and values are. So as much as they want to say, Oh, you know, five Christians, cause that's kind of what it's looking like for us two or five believers. Um, It's scary and dangerous and they're going to make it like a prayer thing and they're going to make it a bible study and all this no we're not we're trying to get rid of the filth that all of us should agree that shouldn't be in the schools um like i said we're not trying to bring the bibles in there we're not trying to do anything if somebody wants to come pray come pray during public comments or in you know whenever they wherever they allow it to be because anybody should be able to pray wherever they want but it's not to be praying like this or that but we also Look at the Pledge of Allegiance. My high schooler tells me that half of the class sometimes is sitting. Like, mm-hmm. how disrespectful are we as a country to the, to our, our flag and to our, our founding fathers and to our very own constitution? Like, that is hurtful. We should, as people, whether you're Christian or not, believe that there is a big problem and it's because we're taking out those morals and values, right? I mean, if anything, I have people who don't believe in God and I love them just as much, if not more. And they know that And we have healthy conversations. That's the way it should be. They should be able to come to me and say, Hey, my kid's hurting, or I, w- I would like this, or what can you do to help with this? And I should be able to help them regardless of my religion. Right. Sure. My religion helps me make the moral, um, the moral decisions, but I think that should be a comforting thing for parents to know that they're not going to have the filth that we, as a, as a state, as a district, as a community, we shouldn't want those in our school, right? right? I mean, that's that to me is common sense. I, I mean, but if not, I <laughs> then I feel like there should be an actual separate school for everything that they're fighting for. Yeah. I heard somebody say, oh, well, if you don't want your, the, the public system should be about sex ed and this and that. And I'm like, wait, why? That's just <laughs> so weird.
0: Like, let the kids have, have a lot
1: of these things. Yes, like, let the
0: kids have their moment of, of the, of just having fun without yeah. this nonsense.
1: Like we learned the anatomy and all that, but I feel like in back in the day, my teacher didn't do anything to make me feel like uncomfortable. I mean, it was uncomfortable because right. you're a kid, but nothing like weird what, what we're seeing now.
0: Yes. The books I they mean, held I up, la- the books they held up in about. last night. I'm so sorry. The books they held up in last night's meeting with the, I mean, these are, these are elementary school books that she was holding up that show you know, pubic hair and the, the, in the nonsense. I, I can't go into too much detail, but well, I no. can, but I just, I'm going to not go, it. but it, it, was, it was essentially pornography in a, in a children's book for elementary school.
1: I will clarify. Those are not in our school district yet. Okay. Those are at a local public library, which is still disturbing, yep. but they're not in our school district. Um, our school district for a long history of time has been pretty conservative, but the last two years we see things filtering in. I think parents and grandparents bring those things because they're scared because they are in other schools and other districts. And that's what we're trying to prevent. Right. And I would think any parent, no matter if you believed in God or not, would not want those books. I would hope to God, they would not want those books in the classroom. Those are freaky.
0: You go to LA. You'll probably see something a lot different. Oh, I'm um, glad where they come from. So really quick, I'm sure some of the people have signed on, and now we're almost at an hour. I can't yeah. believe we're already an hour. Uh, but uh, AB 2223. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Please tell me his name, uh, James Nah. James Nah brought a um, an agenda item to make a, to have a resolution that says that the, sc- the 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 Chino Valley Unified School District is uh, opposes. AB 2223 to mm-hmm. make a statement. It wasn't going to do anything as re- in regard to the votes in Sacramento. It was just they, they wanted to clearly make a statement that this school district was against it. Yeah. And um, there were some arguments that this is not a school district issue. And there are some other arguments that, uh, you know, it, it just they were wasting people's time. But mm-hmm. um, I, I thought. He made a really good, valid point. I was wondering how he was going to make it fit <laughs> myself, um, but um, it got voted down to not yeah. have the resolution. Of course, the three uh, that we already pointed out that they're liberals said no. This is ridiculous. Your people are crazy. Uh, and um, and and I believe that the um, uh, James and uh, Andrew Cruz. had some really. Uh, they made some really good statements. So I I did yeah. go live from there. So if you have a chance, go through you know, whatever, wherever you're watching, it should be on there. Um, and just fast forward until you, until you get to the part where we're talking about it, but they made some really good points. What were your thoughts on, on whether that should have been brought up at the, the school board or not, as far as AB twenty two twenty three.
1: 23. In all honesty, in the beginning, I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. Cause we're already so divided right now. And yes. I'm like, this is only going to make it worse, but here's where after listening to him and asking him, cause I'm learning a lot from them and how things work. Not just in our district, but let's just talk about our district in particular. It is so divided that it's almost like people are are desperate for help, right? Um, You see in the state level, they're not listening to people coming in. They're not, they're putting notices. I was there. They put notices on the door. They called the, the guards on us. I was with the pastor that was really soft-spoken, not like our pastor, you know, more firm. This guy was very soft-spoken, very gentle. And I was with a bunch of um, older people and they were so sweet. And then when the girl came out and said, you have to leave and blah, blah, blah. And then, and we're like, wait, we just want to tell you our position. And then, and then she she closed the door on us. No, you can't. We're closed. Then they put notices on and then she called the guards. Cause we knocked again. That right there sends people into a panic because they already know these people aren't listening to us. So it sends everybody in the position of where they think people have some kind of power or a voice to go ask for help. Right? So these are our kids. This isn't a thing about the, the a right to a woman's whatever. This is like a, a live child that they're talking about killing. So as much as it in a normal pre COVID would have probably never hit a school board. I can personally see why it was there. And I mean, in all honesty, at this point, I feel like as humans, if we can't all stand up to murder in something huge, there's a problem, yep. right? Like there is a huge problem because I don't care what you believe about pro this or, or this, you know, which side of the fence you are, this is a human life. And I think people are so desperate right now because we constantly have been shut down, shut down by these people who are making decisions that people are sent in any way that they think somebody holds any kind of power higher than them to be a voice. And mm-hmm. that's what I think in my heart that James was trying to do. And I mean, it was just another way to send it back up there and say, please, please, please stop. Right. Cause these things are insane. And I mean, I'll be honest, I, I, as much as I want to have hope, I knew that one was going to be voted down. There was no way those ones were going to put their name on it. One of our board members in particular is very highly tied into, I I hate even saying the Democratic Party, but um, into the extreme progressive left party. And there was no way they would put their name on that. Even when it came down to um, the vaccine thing that we asked them to send a letter she made sure it was on the letter that she put no, because there's no record that she wanted to have that on there. And that's kind of how my thoughts were on that. That's why I, d- I didn't know what to say because God already had me doing stuff for that bill. And that's when I was just led. We need prayer. We need prayer and continuous prayer about this.
0: So, um, yeah, I, I knew it was probably, I mean, once I started to hear a little bit of people, I, I knew it was, didn't. I didn't know the makeup of your school board until yesterday. Yeah. But, uh, once they started talking, and Joe being a police officer, he knows what murder is. Uh, how to, how to, I don't know how he had the view that he had. It's just, um, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I'm, I'm not I, – I, I stopped myself in saying I'm shocked because there, so much has happened over the last couple of years. I'm so not shocked about so, so many things. It's like, oh, yeah, go figure. Uh, but true. here he had a police officer that just – has lost his way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our kids need protecting, um, a, as, as a lot of a few people said last night that we just, our kids need to be loved, yes. um, uh, and, and cared for. And I, the, the, the student, uh, um, board member that was up there and she, you know, I don't necessarily believe that it was, it's not because, um, uh, I always, why can't you remember his name? James, uh, was saying that maybe she didn't have parenting. Um, I, I think those were her parents that, you know, that, have, have led her down this road. In addition to the teachers, unfortunately, because she um, had so many things to say that were not of, of this planet.
1: And that wasn't and, the uh, first time.
0: Yeah. So, so, so strange. Um, sorry, just really quick. I, I wanted to be uh, also uh, I was also encouraged last night by the number of Hispanics uh, that were there. Um, mm-hmm. And were just amazing warriors. Or would you just teach our kids how to read, write, and count? (laughs) They're going, what is this nonsense you're teaching? I had a gentleman, uh, an African-American guy sitting behind me who was going, what the heck? CRT is evil. He's like, what are you (laughs) doing? And so it was so great to see. The, the minorities, I guess we, we should call them uh, the, in that room that just were like going, we don't want any of the stuff that you white people are trying to put upon us because it was really only the white guys, the, the you know, Gagne, uh, you know, clearly a white person, Joe, clearly a white guy that um, were bringing up these issues. And the Asian guy, you know, James, and then you had the Hispanic board member and then all the people there that were just saying, you guys are nuts, we want our children educated, and I think that's where they're wrong on a lot of these issues. They really think they're trying to, I don't know if they're really trying to do anything really. I mean, you have this uh, DA in Los Angeles who could clearly see that a, a black man on stage was attacked with a knife and a gun <laughs> and, and refuses to press charges. Um, they, but yet they you know, say that they're doing this for the minority community. They're doing nothing for the minority community except for hurting them. In addition to the people on our school board, another rant that I'm going on right now. But my encouragement was from the people that were in the room that were using translators to speak to the board members to knock it off. And um, how does that speak to you? Do do you speak Spanish by chance or do you? um,
1: uh, I don't. My mom was from Illinois. My dad's from the Middle East. (laughs) Um, And I don't speak Arabic or Arabic. I wish I did. Yeah, because um,
0: I'm just wondering if it, if it wouldn't help if, if somebody had that ability, uh, other than just one possible school board member there, to yeah. really speak to the Hispanic community. And I know the Sp- Hispanic community is huge in Chino, yeah. that uh, to reach out to them and hold, you know, some meet and greets and, and meet the candidates. I think that would be really important to find a translator that could work with you uh, to go into that community and to speak.
1: So, you know, what's really cool is in this, we have met some amazing people, whether they're community members, parents, even city council members and Chino, and they've offered to do that and and help. So that is the most beautiful thing, because I think we all need to be linking together, right, to get the word out and to also inform people what's going on, but also inform people why we need the change, because they may not know because no one's giving it to them. But just to go back a little bit, we fought hard for more communication and more parent engagement. That was where we wanted some of the money that we got from the state to go to. And even though as much Christina and them fought against that, we were able to get that because it was either pretty much, they already knew they were deep in it or they can allow some of that money to go in. And James and James Knott and Andrew Cruz, they pushed super hard with um, the parents. They were listening to the parents and they put more money into the parent engagement center. Now we're praying to God that money starts to get used. So they could hold more um, bilingual things in their events to inform parents of stuff. So, I mean, even coming into this as prayfully a board member, we can push for those things to actually happen because we haven't seen many of them yet. I'm not saying they're not working on it. I don't know what it involves because I'm not in there at that level, but we were pushing and we still are pushing for that parent engagement and obviously to have it more in person to them in their areas that their kids go to school in.
0: Cool. Very good. All right. I'm so sorry. I kept you longer oh, than, no than worries. an hour, but uh, remember earlier we were talking about, well, how long do you think we, can we get it done in a half hour? And I said, right? no, you and I, you and I both like to talk. So yeah, the it like was, was slim. Um, any last things you want to cover that I didn't um, bring up or that um, you just want to expand on or anything like that?
1: I just think, If anything, just continue to link up. Don't give up. Uh, Even if you pull your kids out because of a safety issue, I totally understand that. But remember, this is our communities. This is our state. This is our nation. And we cannot just get up and, and run away. With safety, I understand you have to pull, but you still serve a purpose in the bigger fight. don't just take your kid out to homeschool and don't have any involvement. We have some parents who are homeschoolers. Actually, most of our advocacy group pulled their kids out of school, which it it breaks my heart. But in the same token, these mothers and these fathers are the biggest advocates for the kids still of the public system, which is beautiful because they're still involved because they know this is bigger than just their child, right? This is, this is huge. So that's why even with your um, district Philip Chen, our assemblyman, he got us connected with Courtney in your district. That's how you and I became friends, was during a meeting. Um, He brought us in. Hey, Sonia, can you talk to um, your Belinda Placentia? And then it just blossomed from there. So, and, And we have other parent groups all across California. I think that still needs to continue. Because the more we link up, the more parents get onto the school board, we can link together and fight the bigger issues at a more powerful level, right? Like we, we could stop it because there's more of us in there. And I think that is where we need to really truly focus on is getting those right people in there, bring back common sense and bring it back to the basics because our kids are suffering and the education has been lost.
0: Amen. And, uh, yeah, Joelle told me earlier that she wants me to give you her contact. Yes.
1: Report. I was going to say, we need a contact. I was going to go find her on the, the chat search. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, just really quick. What Joelle said here, what has worked for me? Take video snips of crazy stuff. Your board does or great, uh, com, uh, comments, uh, make and post everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah we just got to stay active and not give up. This is, um, this has uh, been a, a few, year, a couple of years now. I think I'm going on my almost two and a half years now of being involved in the. When I first showed up, there was two people, to me and maybe a couple other people, uh, yeah. in the school board, and now we have full houses every time. So, stay they involved. Don't. Just because yeah. we got CRT banned in Placentia Rural in the school district, that doesn't mean anything. It's just no. the beginning. We have a lot more work to do. So, uh, and you guys too, was as you continue to. To knock some of these uh, things down and play whack-a-mole um, another one's going to pop up and they're going to have to yeah. continue because they just think oh they'll go away now no we're not going away
1: we uh, haven't been away never missed and a board meeting since we got involved right and the board meetings are nothing in comparison to the work that's being done behind the scenes
0: yep and you rock
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> you rock too <laughs> we all rock
0: <laughs> well joelle said you rock so i just i just uh second the motion <laughs> All right, my friends, uh, we love you guys. Uh, pay yeah. attention to what Sonia's doing and support her and uh, find her on Facebook. I, I, do you have a, a, a campaign page up yes. yet or anything like that? Okay.
1: Sonia Shaw 2022 on Instagram. Um, I'm sure if you search me on TikTok, those are not my videos. Those are just <laughs> what is being made of me. Um, so find me on that. If you want my personal one, if you come from here, I will allow you to be on the personal one, but, um, my name on my personal one is S-O-N-J-I-A, but my legal spelling is S-O-N-J-A. And my last name is Shaw. So find me, ask me questions, please link up. We, we need to be linked up all across California. That's so important. So please don't feel like, you know, just because we're in Chino, we can't be friends and work together. We need that.
0: Absolutely. All right, it was yeah. awesome.
1: Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. Thank you for having me.
0: Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh,